0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rambler podcast presented to you by Flawless Social Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Um, I don't have no AKA for today. We have a lot of show to get to. So I'll throw it to my friend and my co host
2: Hello everybody, it's Candice, Not So Newlywed PC on all social media, don't be weird to me, I won't be weird to you, Uh, happy Sunday, we're recording, Um, your mama breath still stink, but anyways, so, okay, yep, So, (laughs) so we got three shows that we're gonna get into today, we're gonna be talking about Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion. We are going to be getting to the meat and potatoes of uh, Selling Tampa, which is getting increasingly more messy, and we're going to talk about the shit show that was The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, because we have two bitches vying for the super villain crown this week, and that would be Jen Shaw and Lisa Barlow. You bitches are dumb. I don't apologize for thinking you dumb. You dumb. Y'all some dummy bitches, okay? Ain't that what Monique said in Precious? Dummy bitch, <laughs> use a dummy bitch. Use a dummy bitch. So-
1: <laughs> that movie is such an unintentional, hilarious comedy, to be honest.
2: So that's that's what we're um getting to. We'll kick it off with love and hip hop family reunion. Um I don't I don't good for Safari. And talking about Jamaican culture. But I just want to know how Rich says he's Jamaican. And he's never done any any research on the history of who he is. He didn't know half the shit Safari was talking about. You're not Jamaican. Stop claiming that. Please. Please, please. Stop claiming that you are Jamaican.
1: You're not Jamaican. You're just a weirdo.
2: You're not Jamaican. You're just dumb. You're just... You look like a piece of skin look like a belly button so like i just i won't say that as black americans we know all of our history because a lot of it is convoluted and filled with lies but i do believe that we you know as black americans we know uh, quite a bit about our our culture and our history so for you to be somebody who's jamaican and claiming it all up and down national tv and you don't even understand uh, the um cultural importance of kite flying and shit like that. You a loser and you a weirdo. And I don't like that. Um, I don't ever want to hear no more safari music. Please.
1: Please leave me and my family alone.
2: Please. Like it wasn't enough when he got booed at Dykeman. Ain't that the name of the park, Mike?
1: Mm-hmm. When they booed yeah, him at Dykeman. Back. Yeah, <laughs> love, when he was performing. I'm New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you got booed at Dykeman. What does we got to talk about here? <laughs> Leave us alone, please. Leave our families alone. Take that music shit elsewhere. Go play it for your I kids. I want to hear that shit.
1: I want to mm. know who in the studio is lying so far that his music is good.
2: Yeah, I want to know too. I want to know who be like, oh my god, nigga, there's some heat. Drop it. Nobody.
1: Because whoever that nobody is, nobody says whoever, that. Whoever is lying to him, they need their ass beat. Correct. Because Safar sure. should not be accosting us with this terrible ass music. They
2: should not. So whichever
1: one, whichever one of you niggas is enabling him to get in to have studio access for this boo boo ass music, you need your face slap.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I will personally,
1: can. I will personally be the one doing the slap. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Like I don't know what what you want us to do with that, but don't use us to try to get your music career off the ground. That shit stink.
1: And it's always stunk. And it's always, always gonna be sunk.
2: stinky. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just like your wife attitude.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Segway
2: Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Erica got a nasty attitude and my issue with Erica is not that she got beef with sin it's that she as a grown-ass grown titty woman with two kids she really won't stand up in her beef with sin that's my issue with it like we know the blogs have clocked you it has been verified that you were using a troll account to troll sin all up and through and talk shit about sin on Instagram and when you called out on it you talk about I ain't got no fucking fake page it's your son's page now. There are screenshots of the comments that you used to make about sin before you changed the name of the page. And now that it's your son's page, it's the same exact comments. Like, come on, you being fucking weird and bogus. It's just very weird that you would repurpose a troll page. I'm going to be honest. That in and of itself is fucking weird to me.
1: And not only that one that you didn't take the, like you took the time to make this troll page but you didn't take time time to scrub it before giving it to your son Yeah, to you, make it into yeah a that's page. that's
2: what I'm saying you didn't take time to scrub the page and get rid of the nasty comments that you was leaving about this girl and so I'm like what are you doing and why are you doing at, it?
1: At your advanced ass age
2: at your with two kids first of all how did you have the time when you had a newborn you literally made time to talk shit about this girl you don't think that she don't have a valid reason to want to go in your mouth when you could have just left her alone
1: you could have just shut the fuck up shutting the fuck like, up is free
2: it's free 3.99
1: It is nutritious and delicious
2: it is nutritious and delicious to shut the fuck up and leave people alone that's one thing i do know for sure is that you can leave people to fuck alone but you chose not to do that like
1: imagine at your big ass age two whole grown ass titties Making a troll page about somebody.
2: A troll page of all in
1: 2021 20, 22 20, whenever the fuck this this was before y'all did this reunion. But just imagine. Exactly. Just that imagine it. It is. It's
2: weird. It's very weird. And
1: right, this is this is not 2020 uh 2010 uh, in black Twitter on Lipstick look Like, what is we doing here?
2: And not, and the other part is for me, Stan, you're also a weirdo because why are you still arguing about this? You know, she did it. Y'all don't have to have no conversation. Like, you are trying to make this a strong focal point for some reason. And I feel like it's because you honestly don't have a worthwhile storyline. You trying to fuck Booby Gibson is not groundbreaking. It's not groundbreaking. Right i understand you on here for to get a check because you need that check everybody on here need that check that's why y'all here being stupid but yeah but if if you have no storyline just be cute but why is you arguing with some shit that you have argued about since it made its way to the blogs and shit
1: get god damn it see this is why i can't produce none of these shows because i'll be like get to the damn root what where is where is the sex tape that's what i would where is the booby seeing sex tape that's what i would be saying if i was to produce absolutely because all this other shit nobody cares about what where 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 is the fucking
2: even this even the cisco shit is weird to me and i and i said in the pregame something about cisco is giving me um you know delayed
0: Mm. delayed
2: because there's no way that you think a woman should be interested in you after you told her first of all I'm gonna be honest with you you should have just told seeing she ain't had no talent in the first place Mm. that's the thing if you would have said you know I typically work with people who I can see some hits coming from it Um, I don't get that vibe with you maybe go sharpen up a few things do some vocal lessons and do some writing and shit and then we could discuss it but as a whole there was you shouldn't have, you you shouldn't offer her no song period and then you wouldn't have had to try to but you were trying to barter that song for pussy a song that she was making about her brother commit suicide and then you snatch it back because you, you she say no and you think she's supposed to want to have any dealings with you like that's not weird it's weird to it's me it's
1: honest it's honest i mean we can call a thing a thing it's predatory. to her
2: it is predatory
1: because you know not just you know because i mean this is you know loving hip-hop and like it's you know it's it's real quote-unquote but you know we know a lot of this shit is you know fabricated in a story because these motherfuckers be broken just need you know the exposure for a check or whatever but like that is a what cisco is doing like that is a real thing that you know people You know, in particular, uh, women, women artists and stuff have talked about how a lot of these, you know, managers, producers, what have you, do uh, sleazy shit like that, and it's predatory.
0: And honestly, to
1: be perfectly damn honest, I don't. I think Cisco shouldn't be on the show for that. To be perfectly damn honest, because that is predatory.
2: Me too. It is predatory. I want to be honest and say that Mona allows a lot of shit to. A lot of people to make it on our TV screens that truly shouldn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think Cisco is one of them. Um, I think she did the same thing when Soldier Boy was on Hollywood.
0: Yeah.
2: He is a known abuser through the industry. Yeah. Um, not only being abusive to women that he was in romantic relationships, but also women that have worked for him and under him. He should have yeah. never been on our TV screens. He should have never been allowed on marriage boot camp. Um, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like all of these shows have some dealings, um, and that's why I'm calling Mona out because if you notice, a lot of the people who do love and hip hop also end up doing marriage boot camp,
0: yeah, so it's there's a definitely
2: a pipeline there, and Mona sits at the top of that food chain, so yeah, I don't think Cisco had any business ever being on that show after that. I honestly don't think he should have been on after messing with Daryl strawberry's young ass daughter. If we are to be honest, he's buckets and buckets of years older than her. She was barely, uh, barely legal when she was on that show messing with him. So yeah, we got to call a thing a thing. Y'all do allow predators and predatory shit to happen on that show. So it is what it is. Mm
0: -hmm. I want
2: Shekana to mind her business. For somebody who I believe was uh, a part of the escapades with T.I. and Tiny, um, I don't think anybody really wants your commentary, your thoughts and opinions on forgiveness and anything else, because I feel like you participated a time or two. I feel like you know way too much about what was going on in their sex life to chalk it up as just a, well, that's my friend. No, that's not just it. That's not that's not just the case. So, yeah. It's just, I don't know. Listen, I, I ain't don't... never
1: going to take somebody serious to, seriously who was crying over fucking Linux.
2: Oh, at the Gucci right. store, shit during the riots. Yeah, because yes. I would have been looking for a booster.
0: D- I would have been
2: like, whoever, whoever hit the Gucci or the Louis Vuitton store, DM me, hit me, hit my line.
1: Right, that kind of ass was on goddamn Snapchat or Instagram Live, Instagram on goddamn Instagram, crying because niggas robbed the goddamn Gucci store. Girl, shut the fuck up.
2: Exactly. So. So that's that. Exactly. Yep.
1: I would like to start a conversation.
2: Oh, no. Uh,
1: And I feel like it's Mm. a very, a very important one to have. Uh, I am in the words of my dear friend Curtis. uh, I am here to stand in truth and transparency. And that is to say this. Zell swag is ugly as fuck, and we need to talk about it. We need to have we need to start a dialogue of how the audacity of this motherfucker to be as wild as he is, talk as much shit as he is, and he looks like a fucking spider monkey.
2: Yeah.
1: We need to have a a conversation. Didn't
2: you call him a mudfish? I'm about to go. He looks like a mudfish. mudfish.
1: He looks like a mudfish. Google that a few months.
2: Motherfuckers Google mudfish quite a bit, so I'm alarmed. <laughs> like it.
0: <gasps> oh. Oh. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs>
1: Zill, he looks like a he do Well, crochets and we, yes so we need to have we need to talk about the audacity of this motherfucker to look the way he look and be carrying on the way that he does Zill is ugly he's not stylish he's not profound honestly looking back on it when he was on Love Hip Papa Hollywood terrorizing Ray honestly looking back on it hindsight we should have never gave him country because like he he was bullying that man for no damn reason, and they looked damn well, Mister Rain. But like the, all the carrying on he was doing at the time, it was funny. Hindsight, looking at it now, it's very cringe. It's very very cringe. And that is also very cringy. Good. And that, that is also someone who we should Mona should have never introduced because what other than like because. We can be honest. Like sometimes these people, you know, they come on these shows and the, you know the various, you know, love and hip hops. And you know we know that you know they doing this for a check and entertainment, whatever. But like, some people come and they make an impact. You know, at least in the in the context of love and hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Cardi, for example. Like, you know, lover or hater, she came through. Came through. Made love and hip hop added to the, you know, the entertainment factor of it. Then she left because she went on to begin Better Pastures, you know what I'm saying? Like, there yeah. are people that's like that, right? Then there's people like Zell, where they come in, they entertain and do, you know, a little bit for a few laughs, he, 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 but like they, but do nothing else with it. Like you came on Love & Hip Hop, Hollywood, you terrorized Ray, you, you made people laugh a little bit, not what What else did you have to show for it? Cause you didn't come back. I don't think he came back or if he did in appearances, it was very sporadic and he had nothing else going on. There was no storyline. There was nothing he was promoting. He didn't turn that into anything outside of the show, you know, um, to like further his career and stuff. He's just, no, he's just the ugly antagonistic nigga from Love & Hip Hop Hollywood and that's it.
0: Right. I agree. You damn
1: sure ain't on for no goddamn style in the fashion. I know that for, motherfucking for sure. Who the fuck? I don't know
2: who, who the, you styling, but that you can go to hell and they can too.
1: Correct. So I say all this to say this has been a very long way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hell is ugly. And, le- and please leave me and my family alone. Thank you for coming to my Nikki Talk.
2: can say i say that to say this you are fucking ugly um but on the flip side who's not ugly jonathan you are a very handsome dominican man okay you are very handsome you are very handsome you are very attractive very well put together but you one of the motherfuckers that always got a sob story and i agree with zale on that either you got a story that's sadder than somebody else's or you got a story that's better than somebody else's and the only time you tell your story is when somebody is telling theirs. I can't stand a Mr. Me Too or Mrs. Me Too ass motherfucker.
0: <laughs>
2: Don't wait on somebody to tell their story to drop yours. Talk about your shit on your own time. Mm. Shit. Like, it is so weird. It's just, I agree with Elle on that. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to see it for you. And my thing is, I absolutely agree that it's important to share your struggles as a person of color in the LGBTQIA community. But what comes after that? What, what work are you doing to, to help other younger pe- persons, of, queer persons of color, not have to deal with some of the trauma you dealt with? What work are you doing in your community? Yes, we've heard your story. We've heard your story several times now but now what if you if there's no now what then just tell us about your love life your work life or something but stop trying to make it seem like you know you on this show being hella oppressed you arguing with another gay man is not oppression
1: honestly both of you motherfuckers are stupid for different reasons
2: y'all are stupid and there's no reason for you to be trying to run away and the whole i'm i'm not because uh Erica called you racist which we tagged ass last week for that but i'm going to get on you if you're not racist if you don't say racist things if you don't do racist shit if you're not anti black you don't do anti black things why are you crying literally everybody around you Even confirmed like Jonathan you a wonderful person i've never felt like you were anti black racist or anything, so why are you crying and shit what are you doing behind closed doors that you having a fucking meltdown because everybody else was like yeah she was wilding for that that shit is not true at all. literal straight black men was vouching that you really do carry yourself in a way that you are inclusive of all. Even they problematic asses. So what you hooting and hollering about? It's not that deep.
1: Just dramatics for the camera. That's all I shot that up. It's got
2: to be for the just, camera because literally nobody, nobody could throw a racist label on me <laughs> or prejudice. Should I say nobody could accuse me of being prejudiced. If they did, I am fuck it. But if that wasn't <laughs> how I get down, if that wasn't how I feel, if that wasn't how I behave, act in my actions, don't insinuate that, a uh, uh a bitch who sit up and only suck blood. Mm. Erica wouldn't mm. be able to say shit to me.
1: <laughs> you had to catch yourself,
2: didn't you? Because <laughs> I was about to say she didn't. She she's a another fetishizer.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I and mean, y'all not... be
2: fetishizers. Like the thing is, we don't never see y'all dating brown men. I ain't never seen Erica with no brown man. I ain't never seen sin date no Dominican man or woman or woman. Y'all default straight to black men. Y'all dated each other. Take that back. They do date inside their oh, yeah, they they date race date and each they other. ethnicity with each other.
1: I forgot they dated. But they
2: default to black men when they want to do baby making and shit. So if anybody is prejudice, if it's prejudice is if anybody is a fetishizer, it would be that bitch, and I would have clocked the t- I would have clocked her ass for it instead of crying. Instead of crying, start clocking. That's all you got to do. That's
1: Let's crown more clock. Let's crown more, more clocking.
2: Potential show title. C- it does show title. Let's go with it. I'm here. Um, I think Shikana, even though I don't want no advice from her, she had a good point. The shit that sin and Erica argue about is so fucking minute. If something happened to either one of them, we would be talking about kids left without parent mothers and shit like that. So just all this arguing back and forth about a troll account, just don't speak to each other. It's not that fucking deep. And Stevie J showed up on the trip being a big fucking loser with that disingenuous ass apology to Mimi. You don't treat women good.
1: Never have
2: never have, I'm pretty certain you've never been good to the mother of your children because you at one point in time you owe millions in back child support we We saw we read the stories and heard from Eve's mouth how toxic and abusive you was. Mm. You cheated on Eve with Mimi. You cheated on Mimi with Jocelyn. You cheated on Jocelyn with Estelita, who down to the Foot Locker selling Mexican Jordans <laughs> and, and picking up a shift at the Taco Bell.
1: She She's down, down
2: there <laughs> selling hot wings to the Taco Bell. okay so keep all that apology shit it shouldn't take you potentially being cheated on by your wife and going through some shit with your wife for you to realize that you treat women poorly and it's if we needed even more evidence which segue jones subscribe to our patreon where we're covering um growing up hip-hop and stevie J's daughter savannah is on this episode and she behaves just like a woman who didn't have a present and accounted for father she's she mean she bitter she ugly she got a bad attitude and when you try to correct her she don't listen which further lets us know that this is only some tv shit you was not president of cheering lives growing up that girl don't respect shit you say every time you try to have a conversation with her she starts talking to you like you a nigga in the street. So all in all, you've never been good to women—not romantically, not in business relationships, not even your own fucking kids. You a half-assed daughter to to uh, Mimi's daughter. The only reason you even went the distance to fight for custody with Jocelyn is just because you felt you didn't want to look like Boo Boo the Fool when she was calling you a deadbeat. So also, Jocelyn's cabaret is coming back, and we're gonna be adding that to the Patreon. So
1: that's hopefully it's better this time. That last I don't season. think it's
2: gonna be better. It's gonna be messy, it's gonna be nasty. Jocelyn's gonna be a weirdo. Them girls is gonna be weirdos. Um, you know how that goes. Um, but otherwise, <laughs> but otherwise, that's it. Was that it, friend?
1: Yeah, we can uh...
2: the real fight gonna come to- on tomorrow's episode when Safari and uh Cisco physically get into it. And Safari going to be calling Cisco all kind of bitch-ass niggas, and he's going to be correct. But that's going to be Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. One bitch-ass nigga to the next. One
1: bald head, one Jamaican. Been a minute since we had fisticuffs. The actual fisticuffs. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, So, next is what? uh, Selling time
2: Selling Tampa. Now, speaking of
1: some fisticuffs that honestly need to happen, to be perfectly goddamn honest. Oh, uh, What's the lady name? Is it Sherelle?
2: Sherelle, Sherelle is a shit business owner. Yes. She is a terrible like, business owner.
1: Like, if I'm being honest, when we decided to add this show and watching it, like, I am interested in everyone else except for Sherelle. Because, Um, like... mm -hmm. No, I
2: was about to agree. Go ahead.
1: Mm -hmm. Because, like, in what world, in what, like, business setting do you as a boss just sit up and just talk shit about your employees to your other employees and like not a damn thing happens. Like nigga, if this was like any other job, like nigga, when I say HR will be on speed, on line one, two and three, like if this was anything else, she would have got fired. Cause that like, so I, I have I do not understand like, where is the business acumen? Like, I get business acumen and professionalism from other ladies of the, from her employees, from other ladies on the, on the show. But like, you as the boss, like, what, like, how, how have you even made it so far in business to this point? And this is how you carry on. And like, part of me, think, part of me is thinking, well, maybe she just playing up for the cameras. But the other part of me is like, no, nah, this bitch is really like this. This is too, yep. this is just, cause it's too casual for her. Just talking about your employees like that, dog. It's just Tuesday. This bitch can't close a house. Like, like, And as
2: a black woman, as a black woman, where's your love and respect for other black women? Because Mm. you've got to know how hard it is for you to be a boss in real estate that's white male dominated. So why are you doing things to tear other women that look like you down? Like, which we can hop right into it. I absolutely agree that alexis needs to be talked to i absolutely agree that she was not fully prepared to show that house to teniel's client
1: or anybody's so client
2: for that nature it was very cringy
1: was, can we can we i'll say, can we talk about that that attempt because it was so cringy like i am nobody's you know real estate investor i'm nobody's you know i'm not that's not my field in, of expertise but I feel like, Candace, me and you could have so pitched that house better than what she did. Absolutely. I was sitting here like, girl, what the fuck?
2: It was very cringy. It was very, very cringy that she was not prepared to show a million-dollar client a listing. Like, And then, not only was she not prepared, she brought up aspects of the home that she couldn't expound on you talking about this home was built around this tree. Well, you should be able to tell your client the significance of the tree. You're showing waterfront property. You should know what size boats can go down this river or into the ocean or whatever the fuck else. That should be basic information when a majority of the million dollar listings you show is waterfront property. And I absolutely agree with Ben, who was the client, calling Neil and saying, hey, this girl did a piss poor job showing this house.
1: Because she did. And
2: while I don't like Tenille and I think she's rude, by the time we got to this point in the episode, I understood her issue with Alexis. If you can't take constructive criticism, but you also can't properly show a home to a potential client, what are you good at and why are you here? However, I don't think it's the that's a conversation that needed to be discussed any further than Neil letting Sherelle know, hey, I had Alexis show a property for me, and my client was extremely dissatisfied with how she showed the property. He said she was not prepared at all. I had to reshow the property and give him the key points that he the key details he was looking for. I just wanted to give you a heads up. As a professional, that's where the conversation should have stopped. All that, fire her ass, what you gonna do? No, nope, it shouldn't be, there should be no comfort discussing the future of somebody else's, uh, some, the future of somebody else at your business. That's a conversation between you and Alexis. It should have been, hey, thanks for letting me know this information. I'll have a talk with Alexis and go from there. All that talking bad down, talking down on her, talking about firing her and shit like that. It was very much given white man. Mm. Y'all are black women acting like white men with your peers. Mm. Did she have a bad showing? Absolutely. Should she, should there be a conversation about it? Absolutely. Should there be an opportunity for her to correct and fix it going forward? Absolutely
1: but this shit that you're doing is not it
2: at all. Um, and also I'm sick of Joanna trying to hide this divorce and painting a picture like it's just because, you know, she don't want people. She just want to keep it private because everybody know everybody No, you want to keep it private. Cause as I said before you a pick me mm. and you did all that picking and you did all that conforming and you did all that submitting and you still filing for divorce. All that picking and submitting and you still divorcing. (laughs) (sighs) That's why you won't tell your colleagues about your, your divorce. And honestly, you really should tell them to just give them a heads up. Hey, me and whatever the nigga name is, we're, we're starting our divorce proceedings. We're no longer together. You know, if anybody asks you about it, you know, just tell them that, you know, which well, I don't know why anybody would be asking somebody else about your marriage. So again, it gets us back to point A: you hiding this because of you. You not hiding this because nobody going around asking the women you work with about your fucking marriage. They, they no, nobody give a fuck.
1: And On not the, only that, would... especially given ahead, the nature friend. of film, man, if people were doing that, we would see that.
2: Absolutely. And not only that, when you were showing that condo to your client, she was a long time client. And the only reason she asked you about your husband is because she saw him out and about. That's the only reason why nobody else has been asking you about your fucking marriage on this show.
1: Because nobody cares.
2: You got your head down in the mud trying to hide your divorce because you used being a married woman as a personality and character trait. And it's biting you in the ass. Cause now you back on the you back in the field getting set up on blind dates and shit, just like everybody else. Also, and Sophie, she cute. She got the little baby face. But Miss Mamas is sharp. She read right through Sherelle with that bullshit. Mm-hmm. She read right through her. She was like all this rock star shit, but you was you was belittling me in front of somebody else. Trying to smooth shit over because I believe Cher- uh, and Sophie to be her top seller.
1: Yeah. And
2: Colony was being a little weird too.
1: That's the same um, one that is Colony is the one that uh, was talking the, all that trying, loyalty shit. Loyalty. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like her. I'm sorry. I don't like her. I'm sorry. Exactly. She
2: is
1: a weirdo. Absolutely. Not only is she a weirdo, I feel like she is one of those types where it's like she sees Shirelle doing all this, this, this bullshit, but she too, she too pussy to call out on it. But she'll go along with it to try to maintain her spot. Like she'll kiss Shirelle ass long, you know, just to make sure she good. And um, while like. Sabotage the other women. I feel like she she wanted them types.
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I was just sitting there. Um, I do like Ann Sophie. Uh Rena is my favorite. Okay. Yes. It's just something about her. It just first of all, I think she's fucking beautiful. But also thinks I also feel that she has enough sense to not subscribe to bullshit company loyalty and it don't matter if it's with a black company a white company a fortune 500 a small business a large corporate it don't matter i don't believe in company loyalty i absolutely believe in doing what you got to do to move on to the next position in in a in or company when you feel like your time is up with the current one Absolutely. If something is telling you get that resume together, start applying to some jobs. That's what the fuck you do. Because I tell you what, and Sophie said it perfectly. If I a, if I die today, they're gonna replace me tomorrow.
1: Yes. Always so, choose you.
2: Always choose you. Um, I'm glad that Rena found a spot. Um, it looks really nice. I hope she moves forward with starting her own brokerage firm and run things the way that she wants to. Because as she said, she, can, she can't make Sherelle run shit the way she wants to. That's Sherelle's business. That's Sherelle's company. That's what she want to do. But she don't have to be there. Yeah. She could be her own boss and she can start making her own rules and open her own company. She has a rapport with her clients. She's made some good deals and some good sales with leads and without leads. I think she'll be okay. She says her husband is backing her 100%. And like my girl said, the only person she owes loyalty to is the person that she exchanged rings with.
1: Hello. Because unfortunately, that is a reality. Like, is is Sherelle running her business like a damn bozo? Absolutely. But that is her right to run her business like a bozo. Unfortunately. Yep. But you don't have to be there and choose you.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So I think that was it. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of choosing you, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's talk about the real supervillains of salt lake city shall we because i have a lot of words and opinions about these bitches uh where do you want to start
0: um
2: what's a good place to start i am thoroughly exhausted with whitney and heather keeping up mess Amongst this group of that women. is a good
1: place to start. Let's go. And, right and
2: doing it in the name of looking out for Jen. Y'all, every single person has sat up and talked about what Jen has going on legally.
0: Including and every,
2: y'all. hello, and every last one of y'all have said that y'all are looking at Jen funny and that she's not telling the whole truth. And that none of this just appeared out of thin air.
1: Quite so literally. Find- not cut, not I you not but quite literally the episode where Jen got arrested, it was Dan Whitney who was, be, who was recalling Being shit. Being into private eye. Yeah, like, like quite literally it was Whitney. <laughs> Continue, friend.
2: So to me, it just feels like y'all are trying to cover y'all's own asses. Mm-hmm if i was to be honest
1: it's definitely given let me try to cover myself before they before we talk about it on the reunion that's what it's given
2: yep y'all have all said what y'all were thinking what we were thinking honestly
1: Mm -hmm.
2: about it and it is what it is
0: i
1: don't
2: understand why y'all keep lying and bullshitting
1: yes and since we here uh, with heather and uh, witness witness specifically i want to address this because i don't know if we talked about it before um i don't watch the shows live uh, so i don't know what the internets and the interwebs. i don't know what the girl saying but i want to talk about this because another thing that i'm getting quite annoyed with you know and especially in particular whitney is i am annoyed And this will honestly segue into some other stuff. Uh, But I'm annoyed of the idea um, that Whitney and Heather, and honestly, to a greater extent, Whitney, I am so tired of them trying to paint this narrative that Mary or Meredith or anybody had anything to do with tipping off the feds, the information about Jen's whereabouts and all this scandal and all this type of stuff. That please stop with that. These are the fucking feds. Now, Lord knows I don't fuck with the CIA for various reasons. But when them motherfuckers want to make a case or find some information, they do not need no help from no motherfucking Mary Crosby and fucking Meredith Marks. Like all this, thing. you know, it's very <laughs> convenient and you know the timing of well, how y'all they called each other and tipped each other. Shut the fuck up. Them people was coming at the gen regardless. They did not need regardless. no extra help from two fucking how two two people on a reality t- fucking TV show. I'm so adored yeah. by this dub shit. <laughs> it is dub. It makes no. It literally makes no sense. Yeah. Like this is not that. It, this this ain't that damn uh that black dude with them crazy ass eyes talking. about, There's no such thing as a coincidence. Shut up. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Jen got Shut arrested up. and charged for scamming and all this type of foolishness because the bitch is a scammer. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, also. Get
2: that off also, y'all were cool with Jen until like a year and a half two years ago whenever this Mm. season was the first season was shot y'all were cool with jen jen threw meredith the party and everything else so why do you believe in all of that that they were able to tip off the fbi and homeland security that quickly and everything went into overdrive and now she's being indicted are y'all dumb because y'all are dumb Y'all yes. are stupid than a motherfucker.
1: Yes. That don't even either, make sense. They either dumb or they're playing this up for the for the show and for a storyline. Either way it's annoying as fuck. Exactly. Please leave exactly. me alone.
2: Please. Please. Like give it a rest. And I I I hate to to I hate that this even has to be a conversation amongst some grown ass women who make tons of money and knows how these type of situations work. Let's be let's have an honest conversation. This is not the first time y'all have seen shit like this happen.
0: Mm.
2: It's just not. It's not the first
1: time. All right. So for y'all to be
2: acting all green and shit, it's it's giving performative.
1: Yeah, like I said, it's like either y'all dumb or y'all just acting this way for the cameras. So I guess Andy told y'all, you know, make you know, give us dramatics, but either way, it's annoying as all well, And I want you to leave us alone.
2: Please.
1: Speaking of leaving people alone. <laughs> I want Jen Shaw to leave me and my family alone with all these dramatics and lies.
2: Oh, let's talk about uh let's talk about this birthday party. First of all, look like a cool birthday party, a fun birthday party. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> why do y'all keep making it a big deal? Meredith Marks has said repeatedly she does not want anything to do with Jen Shaw. She said that she wishes y'all would stop inviting them both to things, invite one or the other. She won't be mad if she's the one not invited, but she would rather not have to constantly be in the same space with Jen Shaw after the things that Jen participated in or did herself, because she's still lying about that concerning her child. And as we find out on the bus, I know we are skipping around, but as we find out on the bus, Meredith hired the investigator because both of her children were receiving death threats and harmful threats pertaining to the situation that transpired about Gate on season one with Marks and their daughter.
1: Yeah, because we thought it was just uh, Brooks.
2: Yeah, we thought it was just, yeah, I absolutely would get a professional involved. I absolutely would get the law involved. You think you're going to sit your ass on the goddamn internet behind and be anonymous and and threaten to harm my children. You got another fucking thought coming. And I got the resources to get you to fuck out the paint and see who was involved with it. And based on the conversations, it seemed like Jen for sure had some involvement in the, in the, the death threats and the shit that was happening to her kids. Girl, fuck everybody. I'll investigate every motherfucker who has a hand in something like that
1: right and i don't understand the the straw man that they're trying to pull with this like like meredith is a is a bad person for hiring an investigative girl it's first of all what i first of all what i do honestly is none of your goddamn business we can start it end there but especially concerning my children the safety of my children girl if you don't get if you don't shut the fuck up I'm a bad person for trying to protect my child. If you don't go to hell, well, my child's, excuse me, if you don't shut the fuck up and go to hell, imagine. I'll knock all this shit over about my damn child. I'll knock all this shit over and I ain't even got no damn children. So imagine if I did have children, I'll burn all this shit down.
0: Exactly.
1: Hell hath no fury like a niggy scorned. Exactly. So I don't understand them trying to make Meredith as some big bad villain. Uh, one, first of all, for trying to protect her children. And then two, like, and we talked about this a bit pregame, like they're trying to make it seem like she's the weird one for not wanting to deal with Jen.
0: The thing
2: is, I, for, I don't care. I, to be honest, let's call it thing a thing. I don't need a, don't need a reason to not want to be friends with somebody. The, hello? Let's, let's start there. Meredith or any of you other ladies on the show, you don't need a reason to not want to be friends with somebody. If I don't want to be friends with you, cause I don't like your energy. I don't like your vibe. I don't like the way you say things. I don't like the way you treat people. I don't like the way you dress. I don't like the way you smell. You smell like hospital. I don't give a fuck. If I don't want to be your friend, I don't have to, I don't have to build a relation with a relationship with you in any capacity. That's my human right. And when I'm spending my money and throwing birthday parties for my husband, I get to choose the fucking guest list. Because when Lisa had that launch party for her son's uh, grooming care and and bath bath care line, she invited who the fuck she wanted to. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. Meredith doesn't have to be bothered. That's her right. And in my opinion, she has plenty of reason. Not only has Jen had a hand in her kids being harassed and threatened, she also had a hand in somebody stealing from Meredith's store. And she's Mm -hmm. just not a good person. She's a fucking scammer.
1: And a lunatic. The rest
2: of y'all could believe that this woman is innocent until proven guilty. But as we said, the FBI, Homeland Security, and every fucking body else is involved in this. This shit did not come out of thin air. They named they named Jen as one of the co conspirators and leaders in this bullshit. Mm -hmm. They went for the big wigs.
1: Yep. So if Meredith don't want to be around um, that
2: shit, can you blame her?
1: What's the um assistant name? Because don't they have didn't the didn't we cover like it broke out like the assistant that was in on her with her former assistant excuse me like he's singing like a canary
2: uh they didn't say he was singing yet but he damn sure pled guilty and i for sure believe that he's going to um turn states you know turn witness on her for a, a smaller sentence yeah So it's just kind of like you know, just like give the it
1: a bitch is just not a good person, and you don't have to be friends with someone that's not a good person. You don't.
2: You do not. And that doesn't make
1: you a bad person for not wanting to be friends with someone who isn't a bad, who is not a who is a bad person. You don't. You do not. And I, and you know, to my friend's point, like, I I don't understand why y'all trying to make Meredith seem like the bad the bad guy because you bitches are damn sure flip floppy. Cause it was just Correct. last season, you y'all motherfuckers couldn't stand Jim. Now all of a sudden, what done damn change? Correct. Because the because the motherfucker got arrested for being a scammer when the bitch is a scammer. When y- when y'all y'all selves have questions about her finances and how she get down and she not adding up and looking funny in the light. Correct. to the point where y'all flip-flop so much that the mother, that Meredith, the person who has the, the biggest right to not want to be friends with this motherfucker, is like, what are you bitches doing? If y'all gonna be her friend, be her friend, but this flip-flopping and backstabbing and talking shit and the silly shit y'all doing, this is fucking weird.
0: Yep.
1: And Meredith was right, because it is. Y'all getting on Meredith for not wanting to be friends with Jen, but y'all don't know how to be a friend of Jen. How that works.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um,
2: first of all, Jen was barely invited on this fucking trip. <laughs> and they should have followed their first fucking mind and not invited her. Yep. I absolutely know that Meredith is not on that bus because she doesn't want to be around Jen. Because all Jen brings is chaos and fucking calamity.
1: As we see.
2: And I am so fucking tired of Jen trying to take her frustrations and bullshit out on everybody else. Cause she can't take it out on the feds. You did that. You did this to yourself. This is your fuck up. You the reason your mama's having to liquidate her assets to help you get uh legal fees. You the reason that y'all having to downgrade looking at two bedroom condos and shit, even though y'all got two grown ass sons plus ourselves, you the reason that's happening.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This all on you. You were scamming elderly people out of their money. You were being a fucking monster. You're the reason that the FBI and swat and shit pulled up pulling guns on your goddamn teenage son. All of this is on you. None of this is on nobody else. This could all have been prevented if you had just found legal ways to make money. You went the easy route and now you getting your ass whooped by it. It just is what it is. This is a tale as old as fucking time. We've seen it with drug dealers. We've seen it with... When that Enron shit happened, all of this kind of shit, nothing is new. You knew the consequences and the repercussions if this shit fell apart. You was trying to be a boss bitch, but you wasn't being a smart bitch. Cause a smart bitch would have would have cut her losses and got the fuck out. She would have made her a couple millions and got the fuck on. And then start flipping that money and doing other shit with it. You did that to yourself. So no, nobody, I don't give a fuck what you're going through and I'm tired of you expecting these women to give a fuck what you got going on because this really wouldn't be going on if you wasn't a greedy ass bitch. Mm. Greed led you here. Money is the, people's desire for money is the root of all evil. They'll do anything to get it. Steal, kill, rob, scam, elderly people, any fucking thing. You part of that population, take your licks like a woman, stand up in your shit. You a fucking criminal.
1: Mhm.
2: And I can't wait for your shit to go to trial.
1: Nah, I really ridiculous. can't. Now. Now. Was now was Lee now is Lisa a conniving, manipulative snake ass bitch. Yes. Um was she lying and flip-flopping and 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 uh you know, telling half truths and unfeas and stuff with with during with this whole situation. Um, yes, however, um, it did not warrant Jen getting so upset and yelling at her, and then getting up in uh, Lisa's face. And I don't like Lisa. You, y'all know this is a Lisa Barlow hate podcast, but it didn't warrant all that. Jen was out of line.
2: She was out of line and again, this is a Lisa Barlow hate account, but Lisa Barlow didn't deserve all that energy Jen slung her way Lisa doesn't owe anybody explanation about her relationship with Meredith. The same way Meredith don't have to explain why she don't want to be friends with somebody Lisa don't have to explain her friendship with Meredith. Lisa don't have to keep inserting herself in the middle with y'all with what's going on between Jen and Meredith because it's gotten her nowhere, honestly. All she, yeah, also, all that happened by her trying to be the middle person and trying to neutralize shit and be the peacekeeper was it strained her friendship with Meredith. Yep. And it still strained her friendship with Jen because Jen is hollering, hooping, hollering in her face, trying to put her hands on Lisa. But big, big shout out to Lisa for not backing down to that shit. I absolutely would have done the same thing I would have got right in that bitch face too If you want to go, let's go Because in my, in my mind, the way I was raised Where I'm from, when a motherfucker Get in your face the way Jen did They want to fight
0: mm-hmm.
2: Lisa don't owe you nothing Lisa has defended you Lisa did try to get Meredith to forgive you And move forward with a friendship To the detriment of their fucking friendship
1: Yep like, I just don't know, know what more you want from this woman.
2: Also, I don't think that Lisa is jealous of Mary and Meredith's friendship. Mary, you're a shitty person.
0: <laughs>
2: now, I do think Jenny, Jeannie, whatever, I she absolutely overreacted to the shoe shit. Like, those shoes never made it onto Jen Shah's feet. They were never placed in her hand. Maybe Mary initially bought them for Jen, but once she opted that she wasn't going to give them to her, you weren't re-gifted anything. You have to gift something to be re-gifted it. And also re-gifting implies that a gift was given to one person. The person that received the gift didn't like it and gave it to somebody else. You bitches is too old to not understand the meaning of words and shit. You were not re-gifted some shoes they never made it to the person who was supposed to get them in the first place. So they were never gifted to be re gifted.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Mary is a fucking anti-black prejudice weirdo, which is evidenced by her in her unwillingness to sit for the reunion. Cause she didn't want to get called out on her shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But no, I don't think I don't think Lisa is jealous of that friendship. I'll be honest; I, it just it does not seem that way. I think everybody just feels that if you are going to hold Jen to this standard where you can't fuck with her, you gotta do it for Mary too, because Mary now does that, a lot of offensive foul shit.
1: Yeah, like that's the only like I don't want to hear it from Jen, but hearing it from the other like the other women that is a valid point now that is the one thing i will say doesn't make sense um on Meredith's part and i don't know if lisa has said it because you know i agree with you i don't think she's jealous and you know that was just mary being you know her usual trash bitch self but i think lisa she don't re- i don't she don't necessarily have a leg to stand on but i do think she finds it curious that she that Meredith don't fuck with Jen, rightfully so, but you cool with Mary, who is just as foul. You know what I'm saying? Now Mary hasn't been foul to Meredith personally in the ways that Jen has, but that still doesn't mean Mary isn't foul. And like yeah, them getting that,
0: all, yeah. and yeah. them getting Which... all
1: close and buddy buddy, you know, recently, it does. It looks mad weird. It does.
2: I'm gonna I'm tell you why it sits uh, bad in my in my the pit of my stomach, because your whole thing with Jen is that not only was she nasty to and about your son, she was being bigoted towards him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? She didn't call him ugly or some little smart mouth motherfucker who don't know how to shut up. She was calling him. Uh, sexual slurs, sexual slurs based on his sexuality.
0: Yeah.
2: So for you to go back and try to have this closeness with a woman who makes bigoted comments about the other women's looks and cultures and their race and their identities and talking about you know slanted eyes and shit like that, yeah. she's one and the same with Jen. Yeah, calling people In Mexican hand. thugs and and, and, and talking and, about slanted eyes and shit like that that is bigoted
1: yeah and i mean and again i you know i bring it up all the time but the bears repeating especially in context of this conversation again remember the shit the anti-black comments that mary made that jen said that mary made and that um mary confirmed on the reunion that she made prior to this show because her and jen were friends so it's like again you don't fuck with jen i get it but you fuck with mary who is just Jen but a different color and with a church yep. Yep. which apparently she done done some fucked up shit in that church so again I say like I get it Meredith but it look I get not fucking with Jen but you fucking with Meredith's heart it looks funny in the light and I think the other ladies peeped that
0: yep Yep, because, I like, if it. your
1: relationship is strained with Lisa because of this, I get it. Because Lisa, you know, was moving funny. But then you, like, strain, have a strained relationship with Lisa and then get a new relationship, a budding relationship with Mary. And Mary's evil. She's just as vile as, as Jen. So, like, what the fuck? Yeah.
2: That's literally, you know, how I see it and how it comes across to me. And so that I do side eye Meredith about that, but you can't go around trying to force Lisa to be accountable for Meredith's inconsistencies.
1: Yes. And I feel like that's what Jen is trying to do. And she was, she is. Meanwhile, dead, right? you
2: won't be, you won't even be accountable for your own bullshit. You won't even have honest conversations off the cameras with these girls about what's going on. Sure. And I understand for legal reasons, you really can't talk about it on camera. But you can stop playing in everybody's face and you can stop trying to task everybody with being your support system for some shit that was absolutely avoidable.
1: That's
2: just how I feel about that. You're not you're not sick. Your mom's not dying from some illness. You don't have covid. You didn't get hit by a car. Nobody robbed you. Everything that you're going through legally was avoidable by you just not doing it. By you finding legal ways to make the type of money you wanted to make.
0: That's so,
2: right. I mean, leave us alone with that. Nobody owes you that.
1: Yeah. Jen, yes, I'm going to just say, girl, you can go to hell.
2: Um, In terms of Lisa, Lisa, you are a supervillain. And I say you a supervillain because we literally have seen you in this season go from a Jen cheerleader to, eh, I don't want to have nothing to do with Jen but this is literally the same Jen That's been presenting herself since season one.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: the flip flopping for me. It's the arguing with Meredith and shit for me. Because had you honestly been a, a down and true loyal friend to Meredith, you wouldn't even be getting accused of this shit. Cause you would be like, I, my loyalty is to Meredith. But see, you were so busy trying to play one side against the next, and now it's biting you in your ass. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Because not in a million years, I know for a fact I would be willing to bet money that if Jeremy knew that somebody that we once were acquaintances with had said very, very nasty and unkind things about my children, I know for a fact that Jeremy wouldn't be like, well, just hear him out. Just listen.
1: Absolutely, you know, Just not. give them
2: a chance. It's beef forever. I don't fuck with you.
1: It, it's beef forever. It's on site.
2: It's on site. I don't fuck with you. So if you weren't so busy trying to trying to be the evil villain that you are, I don't think we would be even having this conversation. Jen wouldn't have been all in your face and shit because Jen would know that you don't really fuck with her because of how you treated her her friend of almost two decades' children. And what you had mm-hmm. a hand in doing to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Also, I don't want to be friends with somebody who says nasty things about my friend's kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because I feel like, as a whole, kids should be off limits. Agreed. I don't care how much I don't like a motherfucker. I'm not gunning for their kids.
1: When I could just gun for I, them. Because
2: I can gun for you. I am witty. I am smart enough. I am clever enough to pick you apart. I don't have to do low-hanging fruit with kids and family members and deceased family and shit like that. I can take your head off your shoulders. And Jen knew she couldn't do that with Meredith. And that's why she defaulted to shit-talking her son and bringing up his sexuality and making bigoted comments. And Lisa, you put yourself in the middle of that. And it was totally unavoidable. And Meredith said this in the beginning of the season. You could have just stayed out of it. You inserted yourself.
1: Yep. yep she's calculated she's Lisa that's the one thing and why you know I say she a villain because she's calculated she is very calculated every everything she does how she moves trash as it may be you know cringes it may be it's very calculated because at the end of the day Lisa is gonna look out for Lisa yep and and you know it's it's, I think you said it before with you know certain people on these shows that she's a necessary evil. Because she keeps shit going. Because when you think about it, all the shit that's been on this show, it's in season two. Uh, damn near all the shit that revolves and has popped off in this show since since the reunion has been centered around Lisa. And it keeps it keeps us coming back. It keeps the checks flowing. It keeps the mess going. Yep.
0: She's
1: a calculating cracker.
0: Yep.
2: Absolutely. Uh, it looks Absolutely. like tonight's episode will be a continuation of this fight. I hope that Jen knock uh, Lisa knocked Jen and her shit. Um, just because stop getting in people fucking face knowing you can't fight for real.
1: Right, because she has a very bad habit of doing that. Since the she has first a season. really
2: bad habit of doing that. And she refuses to check that behavior. Do not get up in Mm -hmm. somebody's face unless violence is the end result that you're looking for. So I really do hope that Lisa get one good knock in or shove the bitch back and make her fall or something. Because stay out of people's face. I don't give a fuck what we arguing about. I don't give a fuck what we disagreeing about. Don't get in my motherfucking face. Don't start putting your fingers in my face because we're going to end up fighting. And I'm not gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm just gonna haul off and punch the shit out you find you somebody to play with, Jen. That's why you look like the that's why you look like uh the Tu Wong Fu version of Coach Shah. Like if he had on a wig and makeup, that would be you. You, you had all that all plastic right. surgery, you look like your husband now with a wig on. All right, that's all. okay. Well, bye, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon. Um, $5 level gets you ratchet reloaded, go up to the $10 level. You're going to start getting new content, including a red light special, the wind down THC talks, but, um, our companion show, you can start it off at the $5 level where we're discussing love during lockup growing up hip-hop Beautiful. and jocelyn's cabaret las vegas is going to be coming to the uh patreon as well so you don't want to miss that so go ahead and do yourself a favor and subscribe patreon.com backslash flawless noises red noise level at minimum gets you access to other great shows and companion shows some of our other shows you won't be disappointed and we out